Hello and welcome to The Pulse, MVC's podcast to encourage and equip you for your journey of faith and to keep you in the loop on what's going on around the church. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 220 of The Pulse. David Miles here, and today I'm sitting down with Pastor Pete. Pastor Pete, it's the final countdown. It's the final countdown. Da, 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 da. You got it. Keep going. You got it. No, I'm going to let you do that. Yeah, it is the final countdown, though. We are moving towards Commitment Sunday for the Impact Initiative, which is fantastic. It's coming up just days away. We, we introduced this in the new year. We talked about you know nine months time, ten months out, that we would be... Uh, coming to a big commitment day. I actually sort of talked about it in that sort of birth thing, like yeah. nine months and here here it is. And uh, we talked about that theme of laugh. When Sarah laughed when God said, you're going to have a son, she said, I'm too old to have, have a right. kid. How, how can this angel say this? She's more, more of like a scoff. But then when Isaac's born, she laughs with joy, the yeah. laughter of the Lord. This incredible thing that God did. And I believe that uh, we're going to have a similar uh, expression on your face, on my face, when we see, oh my goodness, God showed up in a big way. Yeah, let's laugh. This is something that we've been talking <laughs> <laughs> Something that we've been talking about. You're working on your Santa. <laughs> my Santa laugh there, yeah. <laughs> this is something that we've been talking about for a couple years here. I mean, it goes back to the 2020 vision that we rolled out in the fall of 2019. Forever ago. <laughs> Forever ago. But even longer than that, this is something that has been a part of who we are. This is this is a part of our DNA as a church in terms of being a congregation, a body that has been willing to make all kinds of sacrifices in order to further the kingdom, to, to further the outreach of the church here in the community. We were talking just the other day about how you know the, the church met over at the school and then purchased this property and people made incredible sacrifices multiple times to build this space that has in, has allowed for ministry and the investment in so many lives over the years i know you're going to speak to that a little bit on sunday but you know when you think about this congregation the generosity of this congregation what comes to mind i i the immediate thought comes to mind when COVID hit and we're like, what are we going to do? How's this going to, to work out? How the congregation stepped up in a tremendous way in their generosity, not only to make sure that um, staff were taken care of and the ministries were, were, were taken care of, but then a huge gift, gifting going to deacon ministry. Yeah. We saw such a tremendous need. God's people hear his voice and they respond. And that's what I've seen time and again here. You're talking about how far back it's gone. Some people are just hearing this for the first right. time. Some folks maybe are a little tired. Like they keep talking about all these initiatives, but the scope of time is helpful to consider. Mm-hmm. Consider, we only met four years ago. Right. And I was introduced in November of, of 2017 to the congregation. It's gonna be that long into the future when we're actually building and, Jonathan will, is a senior in high school. He will probably be close to graduating university right when this is all done so I, I really wanted to just say a, a word today with you and talk about what it is to discern and then to be called to pledge above and beyond a person's giving regular giving tithing to a project that will be years in the making yeah. how do we determine that right now if we look at what's happening right now inflation is up 
there's concerns here and there. There are all different types of uh, signs of almost like the tale of two cities in terms of great growth on the stock market and yet so many people struggling. Sure. How do we how do we make sense of where will we be in a year from now? Mm-hmm. We make a pledge for 2022 and then a year after that and then a year after that. How do we determine coming before the Lord and saying, what can I or can my family do now to say, we are pledging, we are committing before the Lord. Really, it's a massive step of faith, isn't it? It is, absolutely. And you spoke to something that I think is really important to consider, that this is this is legacy giving in a lot of ways. You know, in the same way that Jonathan will be out of the house, he'll be probably at, out of or close to out of college at that point. You know, for, for Monica and I, for our family, our kids will be moving out of children's ministry and into youth ministry and these sorts of things. And there are families that will have kids that will no longer be in some of these spaces that would be created. We have um, people that may not participate in some of the ministries that we create new environments for. But it speaks to this long-lasting legacy. And I think your your point, I'd love for you to speak to it a little bit more specifically, maybe some of the things to consider. Mm-hmm. Um is that the generosity of this congregation has been significant in investing in whether it's physical spaces or areas of ministry that have kingdom impact long past the time that they themselves are necessarily reaping those those rewards or benefits long past the time that their kids are experiencing that that spiritual um, investment from children's ministry or youth ministry and we see the fruit of that today 40 years of of investment in ministry in this community and what we're talking about is preparing ourselves, setting ourselves up for the next 40 years of ministry. Um, that's a significant thing. Hugely significant. I think I, what comes to mind and what I would want us to be thinking about when we consider legacy, we consider this investment that's years in the future, we need to think about the small uh, spiritual habits yeah. that we can adopt now that will have that lasting impact. If I were to challenge you, uh, David, uh, go outside. I'll give you $100,000 if you run a marathon. Like, uh, okay, I'll, for $100,000, I'll give it a try. And then how far do you think you would get if you actually had to run the whole time? Maybe 10 miles away? I'm going to be winded by the time I get to the street. That's me. <laughs> but you, you, you can give try. it a shot. Yeah. $100,000. I say, okay, but if you have a year to prepare, a whole year to prepare for that same marathon, yeah, and, and we'll give you $500,000. You would probably say, okay, I guess I'll give it a try. You start training. Then the discipline of week in and week right. out, running 100 yards and then pausing and the next week. I mean, so, so what we're asking here is not so much the, um, the uh, uh, emergency folks, the roof is caving in. We need $100,000 to put your roof up. Please help us right now. Or COVID, we need this immediate need right now. That's not really this. And for some, some people can give a legacy gift of we have stock portfolio or, or other assets that we can can give five-figure, six-figure gifts. But I'm thinking about the, I'm thinking about you and Monica. Sure. I'm thinking about a young family with kids, long ways off from college. Mm-hmm. What would be the investment, little by little, a weekly gift or a monthly or, or buy, you know, $20, we can do $20 a month. We sure. think we could do $40 a month 
mm-hmm. for three years. And so mm-hmm. spreading that out, but we're going to commit that that's going to be one thing that's just going to be part of our gifting. And we're saying above and beyond. So yeah. there's already all kinds of other needs that will come up. It's a whole different mindset. I think it, to me, it speaks to uh, the steadfastness that which is a very uh, significant aspect of our faith, of that. Uh, what does Peterson say about a long, long obedience in the same direction? Say a word about that. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it speaks to this idea of discipleship, right? It speaks to this idea of following after God over a long period of time, even in the midst of seasons that are challenging, seasons that are, are frustrating, but we are going to be steadfast in our, our pursuit of God, trusting in his faithfulness, um, and that really is is a lot of what we're talking about. That yes, long obedience in the same direction. So yeah. I right before I came back from sabbatical in the last month, I decided to fast. I decided to add to my daily uh, um, spiritual practices fasting, and I knew there'd be some health benefits to it as well. So I did that um, that uh, short term fasting sure. thing where you know you, you don't eat in the evening and then all the way till noon. And I did for seven weeks, and I actually saw some results. I've already gained it that, but which, it actually, I felt better. I started to lose a little weight for seven weeks. It wasn't seven days. What if I did that for seven months? Yeah. What if that was just a lifestyle? Would I miss it? Would I? I think that I, if I, I stopped at seven weeks, I kind of wish I kept going. Sure. So that's part of the genius of this opportunity. What we really are putting in front of our covenant partners. Friends of our church, folks that say, yeah, this is my church. I'm enjoying it, but this is my church. And not for these brand new folks. We're seeing, I saw five new couples. Lots of new families, which has been fun to see. Fun to see. A little maybe kind of weird for them. Like, do we always talk about money? Right. We promise we're going to take a break after this. Uh, that idea of adding that to what you do, and it just becomes part of who we are. Yeah, We're investing that's what I mean. That legacy is not just a one-off, one moment. It lasts three years and then into the next 10 and I think for the next 40. Yeah, and you hit on something that I think is really crucial to understand about this. You use the language, you know, it's who we are. The things that we're looking to do are consistent with who we are as a church. They're things that we have been investing in for a long time. And we believe that God is opening up new doors and new opportunities to continue pursuing things that are core to Maple Valley Church, you know, the investment in the next generation, outreach to our community, creating spaces that allow us to do things like men's ministry and women's Bible study. We're not looking to go off in a, in a whole new direction doing something radically different. We're looking to do the ministry that we have been doing for decades because we believe that this is who we are as, as a church and that God has presented, presented us with new and greater opportunities to expand that and not just for a short period of time, but for years and years and years to come. You know, we talk about things like after-school care. There's the potential that a family enrolls a child in after-school care in kindergarten or first grade. And if that child goes all the way through elementary school and after-school care here at MVC, that's five years of investment, you know, discipleship Monday through Friday. It's not a one-off sort of thing. This is years and years and years of investment which I think is important to realize. This isn't something new or different. We're not changing the focus of who we are as a church. We're doubling down in some ways on, on who we are as a church, who we believe God has called us to be in the ministry that, that he has called us to, saying we believe there's opportunity for impact over years and years to come in the same lives. And when you have that consistency, when you have people speaking into a child's life, 
day after day, year after year, that makes a difference. That leaves an impact. Absolutely. We, we take what we know and we've tried to communicate as much as we know. And some things like, for instance, the after school uh, program, we had hoped uh, in 2020 to have a test run of that. We weren't able to because of COVID, because of licensing, we're not able to do that here. But we take as much information as we, as we know, and folks are asking many questions. Well, what about this? And what about that? And what about this future thing? Things that we, we can't forecast everything. Right. We're going to continue to, to do what we've always have done, which is to be faithful before the Lord, the calling he has on us, being conservative, but also uh, it's conservative, yet also lavish. Sure. Conservative to be good stewards of what God's entrusted to us, and people are asking the elders to make good choices, but lavish in, let's go over the top. If this brings more glory to God. Yeah, and I think it's important to clarify, I think when you're talking about lavish, because some people might hear that word and be like, oh, you're going to build this big fancy space. No, That's of, not love. It's, of love. Of love, of investment, love and, yeah. of relationships, of communicating the good news of the gospel. That's where we want to lavish this upon I don't think folks families. completely realize, because we're used to what, well, this is what our staff is doing all the time. It's a very unusual thing to have all the staff and all the pastors lavish the community for something like trunk or treat. Yeah. Like you're there in costume. I'm right. there in costume. Rob's there dressed up like Darth Vader waving to the kids. That's that's a next level. It doesn't happen in other churches of our size or even bigger or smaller that I know of. That's what I mean. There's yeah. something about um, pouring that out before the Lord when um, uh, when we have the opportunity to see uh, you know the, the great parable that Jesus says of, of the kingdom of God is like a man who found a treasure mm. in a field and in his great joy sold everything, everything. he had yeah in his joy like everyone thought what are you are you are you nuts what are you, what are you losing everything but he knew what he was gaining yeah and Jesus was trying to give us a, a picture a, a paint a picture of words what it would be like to be a part of what God is doing in his kingdom. And that's what we're so excited yeah. about. This it's, it's so exciting. This Sunday is going to be exciting. It's going to be a great time to come together to uh, worship, to be encouraged, to hear. Steve Bodwell is going to share a little bit on Sunday. Yeah, get a Someone little legacy history on him. for years. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to be great to hear from him and for us to collectively come together and say, this is who we are as a church. This is something that we're trusting to God and uh, to bring those pledges forward, to to pray together, and to really believe that God is going to do something significant in and through this body. And we are going to laugh. I just I would encourage you to come at uh, 9 or 1045 and stick around in between the services for that very important congregational meeting. We're going to elect new leaders. We're going to thank those that have served. And uh, Ben Bicknell will be there with Randy Martin Uh, to share an overview of where the church has been and where we are now, where we're headed, uh, financial stewardship. That's fantastic. If you're listening to this for the first time and you're not so sure about this impact initiative, you want more details, you can visit our website at maplevalleychurch.org to get more information. But we certainly would love to have you join us on Sunday. We're going to take a couple weeks off from the Pulse for Thanksgiving. So I want to thank you for listening this week. We'll be back uh, sharing with you again soon here as we move into the season of Advent which is just around the corner, Pastor Pete. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. you got two songs on this podcast. We're going to wrap it up there. Have a great day. Bye-bye.